Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 127 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the true Mr. Six, and that fella over there... It's Andy, a.k.a. Dark Phoenix. Old news. <laughs> well, it's not, though, is it? Because you've literally, <laughs> literally... <laughs> while on the phone with me right now, just opened up some packs. I have. <laughs> been uh open up just to be fair i have not got kryptonite crisis i didn't pre-order it i can't really find it anywhere so um there's not a lot of stock in the uk but there is stock in the uk first yes first and foremost mm. which is nice but good uh good day to you sir yes hello 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 it's all going on at the minute especially over here on our fine shores isn't it yeah got it all going on especially Lots after what, how about. long two years two and a half years of trying to think of new content and now it's all once. <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> that's right i haven't done an affiliation guide or a wtf video for months and months and months because stuff just keeps coming so thick and fast that I, i'm having to work the content stay up to date you know what i mean yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it's balmy. So, well, it's all good. It's all good. Big year for Dice Masters 2022. Yeah, it is. More yeah. on that later. Absolutely, yeah. It's coming true. It's coming true. So there's lots to talk about this episode, uh, at least of which has been yet more hot news in the world of Dice Masters that will be of interest to the community. But before we get into that, yes. before we get into that, I'll ask you, my good man, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded? Ooh, right, well, we played a game last week. Uh, it was uh, my UK Games Expo winning team against yes. what you would have played if you not, had have played. Not last week, week before. Was that the week before? Yeah, yeah. I was confused for a minute because I was like, what's he talking about here? Uh, uh, we did the, we did the unboxing week. last week. Yeah. Yes, we did. I was trying to think of the game we played because we didn't. Um, that was fun. <laughs> uh, and uh, it, it crowned me as the undisputed unofficial <laughs> dice masters champion 2020 for the uk thank you very much well i asked the audience last week i said can he carry that title and nobody came out the woodwork to dispute it but nor did anyone come out of the woodwork in support of it so undisputed <laughs> That's in the name. <laughs> yeah it was a good game though i agree it was a good match it was close um, although i you brought had, some odd choices yeah so i did this thing and i know there's listeners out there who who will immediately identify what i'm talking about so i was preparing my team for the uk games expo like andy uh, and as we've discussed in previous episodes i was like i'm not playing god catcher it's boring it's boring af i can't do it so i went back to a team that i'd built and played a couple of times on stream based around the poison ivy criminal because of love I was going to do a whole villain combo thing. So I built a version, and then I tinkered with it, then I tinkered with it, and I tinkered with it. Went to the UK Games Expo, didn't end up playing, and then you said, oh, let's play the teams on stream. So I dug it out of my bag, put it on the table, and there were cards from, like, version 1 and cards from version 2, that, and I hadn't taken out the version 1 ones. I'd tinkered and messed around with it so much that I'd ended up with one random card that kind of had no purpose. So... 
I put it on the table, and then I said to you, I was like, why have I put that in? <laughs> what am I planning on doing with that one? Had no idea what I was thinking of, um, which was the Cree captain. Which yeah, there was no uh, had, the Cree captain. Yeah, because I had Asker, but I, I'd made it more mask-centric. The, tra- the transformation from version one to version two was to be more masky, you see, whereas the first version was less masky, so Cree captain had a place. But I'd obviously just neglected to remove him and put something else in the team. So that that was a bit of a faux pas. However, 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 it was a it was a good game, it was a good game. Lots of back and forth, to and fro, which was exactly the reason why we changed our teams. Yeah, yeah, it makes better uh, better games. Yes, I reckon I could have had you though, but if did I didn't you? have Creek captain on my team? <laughs> but, but, but did you? Uh, no, I didn't. No. no. There you go. If, if anyone's been following, I don't. I know some of the stream regulars may be paying attention, but listeners, we've been keeping a track of the scores this year, our win-loss ratios since our first match. Uh, Christmas week was the first one we did, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. For the, for the 2022 season. And it's close. Uh, I've got 12 wins so far this year, and Andy's got 10. On the slow comeback, there was a big gap. <laughs> so we'll see. I've got a feeling that... Uh, uh, the game we played tonight may eke in your favour. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's untested, though. I'm playing with new cards that I've never played with before. Um, so it's been theory-crafted, but whether it's got life in it or not. And I toned it down a little bit because you've not got picked up any of set number three yet. No, no. So so I did tone it down a little bit and it's not optimal like uh, this guy here I think there's a better card but I don't have the alternative and I'm waiting for some stuff to come in the post in the hope that I pull what the better alternative is but that brings us round to last week staying on topic yeah because we didn't play a game on stream last week no we didn't we uh well we all watched whilst you did what I unboxed my pre-ordered Superman Kryptonite Crisis countertop display. Very exciting. Yes, folks. So uh, the week before last, no, well, it'll be the week before last is where we are right now, but it'll be longer than that by the time you hear this episode. Asmodee, who is the UK tabletop gaming distributor, they put out uh, next week's releases, a new release sheet. And lo and behold, on that new release sheet, there was both Dark Phoenix Saga and Kryptonite Crisis. And last episode, I said, I'll believe it when I see it. And seeing is believing, folks. Uh, because it is, yeah. <laughs> we all saw it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I and uh, many others over here on on, uh, on the fine shores of Blighty have received their Kryptonite Crisis pre-orders. So I, I swiftly cancelled my pre-order that I'd made with a North American retailer yeah. and bought more over here. <laughs> Cool. Have you found any? I've been struggling to find somewhere. Um, so you can let me know off. off uh, there's been like a, yeah, there's been like a second wave of stock out oh, and about. Really? So if you look now, I think you'll probably find uh, it's, it's better. I'll get some, I'll get, get on that uh, uh, now. See you later. Um, <laughs> I'll get on that. I, uh, yeah, I am, but I've just, so I've just unboxed my Dark Phoenix set. So I'm quite happy. I yeah, that went well for you. Until the last box, but I'm happy now. <laughs> Yes. No, literally the last box. I was like, oh, I'm going to bother opening it. Stupid box. Crappy cards. Uh, but the last box came good. If you want to know how it came good, you can uh, watch our YouTube stream of our game tonight. Oh, because, uh, yeah, that card will be hitting the table. Oh, actually, that will be quite a damaging card for me, I think. 
Yeah. She will be a pain. So, yeah, we, we've had lots of exciting, fun times over here uh, with regards to releases. Anything else in the last two weeks you'd care to report to the dear, dear listeners? Um, nope. Nothing else exciting. Working. Sleeping. <laughs> trying to sleep, anyway. Um, but yeah, how about you? What have you, else have you been up to? Have you, uh, what else have I been up to? Yeah, I've got, well, I've got quite, I've had, life is busy for me right now. I've got an awful lot going on. Nerd life and real life balance is becoming a bit of an issue. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the the secondary channel, I've been doing a lot of stuff over there because there's been, there were rumours, I was saying to Andy before we started recording, there were rumours of a big Hasbro shipping container landing in the UK, probably on the same ship that the Dice Master stuff arrived on by the looks of it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the, yeah, these rumors were doing the round in the you know, the action figure and collectible chat rooms and discords and what have you. And then I started getting emails. It's pre-order ship. This that pre-order shipped, and there's been like a parcel a day every day for the last four or five days. It's crazy. Nice. Yeah. So my Storm Shadow, my pre-order classic look GI Joe Storm Shadows arrived, which I'm very excited about. And my Tiger Force Outback. So I'll be making videos over on the other channel that uh, a handful of people out there might might care about. Uh, that's my extra games and collectibles, folks. So there's that. And then in the sort of non-Dice Masters gaming space, just, uh, oh, I'll tell you a fun thing I did. I made a video for a primary school. <laughs> um, <laughs> explain further. <laughs> well, so uh, our man, uh, Mr. McCat, Mr. Dickerson, over at Breath Weapon X, needed a video doing for Maths Week. He's a teacher. And he asked me to do a video about maths in Dice Masters and gaming. So I did a little sort of two and a half minute bit and sent it over to him. That was a bit different, bit fun. Uh, are you going to release that on the YouTube? Uh, I can't really. I named the school and stuff. It's I use the school's name and things. Okay. I think there's rules about that. <laughs> I'm not even sure I'm supposed to be mentioning it on the podcast, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm sure they were mine at this generic school somewhere in generic London. Well, yeah, absolutely, sure. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was a bit fun, a bit different, talking about you know how how maths is in games, and um, games are fun. So, maths is fun. <laughs> Bollocks! <laughs> so, yeah, there's that. Otherwise, not a lot of non dice masters gaming. Then, of course, I've been theory crafting a lot of teams. I've been in the uh, dice coalition team builder. And on my psychic app, although uh, Superman Kryptonite Crisis hasn't dropped on the psychic app yet. So, oh, uh, but get yeah, on theory... it, little psychic man. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, I'll drop him a note. But that's been cool, been theory crafting team ideas. So, I've got lots of stuff in mind to play on stream in the coming weeks and months, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, then, of course, the big news, the big announcement. Read that with interest. Oh. that we'll be talking about in much more detail moving forward, but the Rotation 2022 announcement that was published. Yeah, uh, big news. Yeah, big news. More so big uh, news. I'm going to largely car park that, because me and you will get into it in a minute. Okay. In much more detail. But I did make a video around the announcement, so that went up on the YouTube. But that was like a quick fire. Oh, I got a message like... 24 hours beforehand from WizKids saying this is going live. I was like, oh, make a video. So that was that was a quick fire turnaround on that. Just trying to think. Just, Jesus, loads of stuff. Oh, um, I did, did I mention the 983 Media thing to you? Uh, the comic book videos. Yeah, that's right. The first one yes. of them went out as well. 
Oh. So basically, I'm reporting on all the non Ministry of Dice Dice Masters stuff that I've done in the last two weeks. G.I. Joe and bloody. So there's a new uh, virtual online collectible card game called Marvel Snap coming out. And uh, a YouTube channel called 983 Media approached me and asked me if I'd do some voiceovers for them uh, about the characters that are in Marvel Snap. They'd seen the lore vids that I'd done for Dice Masters and said, we want a bit of that for Marvel Snap. So a little bit of a third-party collab going on over there. And the first video for that dropped the other day. Very exciting. I mean, you're becoming a right old like, famous person. Yeah, proper hustling. Proper hustling. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, today, 75 views. Tomorrow, 75 views. Five views. <laughs> <laughs> I found out something interesting this week. Oh, go on. Yeah. They don't have Spanish chicken in Spain. Well, do they just call it chicken? Well, no, but that's not chi- that's not like chicken's chicken, isn't it? It's not Spanish chicken, right? Don't even they don't even know what Spanish chicken is. Well, does Spanish chicken exist, but they call it by a different name? I don't think so. No, it just doesn't doesn't exist. So we, we've got. We've, so what is Spanish chicken? I don't even really know what you're talking about. <laughs> so Spanish chicken is a dish, which is chicken yep. in like yep. a tomato and pepper, mm. like casserole. Yeah, okay. But um but no, in Spain they don't have Spanish chicken. And in, in Germany, German sausages aren't German sausages, they're just sausages. That was a bit more obvious, but there you go. Found that out. That's interesting. Little known fact for the listeners there. We are informative and educational. I'm just Googling Spanish chicken. Oh, it's Bravas. Bravas sauce. No, Spanish chicken. <laughs> it's called Spanish chicken. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's loads of, like, those slow cooker Spanish chicken recipe, BBC Good Food. I've been there some video gaming. Hairy bikers. Oh, right, okay. Downloaded, uh, I think it's Aliens Colonial Marine Fire Team. Oh, I knew you'd be all over that. Uh, Because that was discounted. And um, that's excellent. Team of three, wading through different um, missions on a collab basis, taking down aliens left, right, and centre. Very, very much enjoying that. Uh, and uh, the PlayStation subscription thing has just been updated. They've updated it all and kind of merged it in with what you need to click on to uh, to play online. Uh, and and they've upgraded like, quite a few games on there. So um, a game called The uh, the Crew 2, where you can just pretty much drive around a reduced version of America without any kind of limits. Crazy the size of it. Um, got Spider-Man Miles Morales that I'm looking forward to trying out. It's downloaded, but yeah, yeah, fair, fair few new ones. If you got your PlayStation, you got your kind of uh, subscription account thing, then check it out. There's loads of really good games on there, including right, Space Hulk. Oh, the 40k. Yeah, but like the board game, but with graphics. oh really? Yeah, so a digital just, version. Yeah, with like cool cutscenes and deaths and stuff. Oh, I remember that from back in the day. That do they even uh, still make Space Hulk? I don't know. They released it as a limited edition box in two thousand and nine. We've talked about this before, you and me, because I've got that. But I think they've yeah. released, re-released it since. But I don't know. But it's um, yeah, it's cool. Anyway, a bit off tangent. About well, yeah, this this whole intro has been off tangent. We've talked about like ten percent dice masters and ninety percent Spanish chicken and. 
Chris's other content. Yeah. <laughs> so big, big news in Dice Masters. <laughs> yes, big news in Dice Masters. That's right. So the Dice Masters rotation 2022 was announced. It's going to be taking effect next month. And it is our intention this episode to get under the skin of that a little bit. So two featured segments for you this time around, ladies and gents. The first feature segment will be about the rotation announcement itself. So what has been announced uh, and sharing some of our thoughts and commentary on that. And some of the stuff we've heard being talked about round and about in the community. And then the second featured segment is going to be just a little bit of a kind of look forward. So we've got a new modern card pool. What's in there? What stands out to us straight away? What's the stuff that we're looking forward to building teams out of? Um, you know, just getting under the kind of what is there? What is there to explore? What is there to tinker around with? Um, particularly those who are going to be playing competitively come september at memphis there'll be folks looking at the card pool and thinking what am i going to do with this so uh yeah and that's it so just all about the rotation this week because that's the big news yeah so it's stuff. Think, there's anything else we want to cover so should we get into it let's do it let's do it right on to the first segment then yes okay then welcome back and it's dice masters 2022 rotation time so the announcement went up on the WizKids product page blog on the 22nd june the 22nd so when was that a couple of wednesdays ago yeah yeah last wednesday uh as of time of recording a couple of wednesdays ago as of time of listening and it sent shockwaves I tell you, controversial shockwaves throughout the community for all of about 30 minutes. Hell of a drama. (laughs) Well, I think it it was a bit, there was a bit of drama, but not. It kind of, there was an explosion of activity around Discord and Facebook. People, I like it, I don't like it. And it just just went quiet. And then once. Uh, Ooh, crypto crisis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, true. But once the dust had settled, I think everyone was a bit like, uh, it kind of makes sense. So, uh, but let's get into it. So, if there's anyone out there listening who is unaware of the announcement, I'll make sure there's a link in the show notes, of course, so that you can find your way to it. But just to give you the, the kind of uh, key headlines, the rotation goes into effect on the 29th of July. So, it's like a, literally a month away. Uh, and they are cutting the modern age list down to. Well, at the minute, basically two packs. The first set of the modern age is going to be the Infinity Gauntlet set. Uh, we've obviously got Dark Phoenix Saga that's had a wide general release across North America and the United Kingdom. And then uh, Superman Kryptonite Crisis, which is quite in the United Kingdom, not showing its face in North America and, well, the other territories. God knows what's going on there. Nobody knows. Clueless. Although I heard a rumour that there's some in Portugal. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But anyway, uh, and then of course, uh, subsequent releases from that point forward will be modern legal as well. So the upcoming Secret Wars in September, the House of X in the New Year, and whatever else we don't know anything beyond House of X. Although it is my firm suspicion that we'll hear more about future releases at the uh, fan appreciation event that will take place at the Memphis Worlds, you know, yeah. Kids Con thing. Uh, there might be something creeps out around Gen Con, actually. Yeah, it could be. could be. Yeah. I'd, I'd be very surprised if a, a new Dungeons & Dragons set wasn't on the cards. 
seems to be uh, an IP yeah. embedded in with WizKids. <clears throat> so I'd be I'd be very surprised because you know, I think it will go down well as well. So uh, I'd be expecting some uh, Dungeons and Dragons draft packs at some point in the next couple of years. Mm. <laughs> 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 Probably by the time the next rotation comes around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the announcement specifically uh, points out that it's the draft packs and any organized play kits so all your promos that are released in parallel to these sets will also be legal so that means your city slingers or uh, play at home infinity gauntlet play at home slingers kit or whatever it was called uh, so that little spider-man 3 yeah. set hellfire gala set obviously with dark phoenix and then the upcoming kryptonite crisis one whatever that will look and feel like um so all the promos are in the carpool but it is a vastly reduced i mean that's a big cut it is, it's a deep cut it's, it's it's more of an amputation than mm. a cut yes yeah and i think that's what caused that sort of explosion of debate and discussion for that 30 to 35 minutes the other night <laughs> i'm very surprised I well i think we- many people are I was expecting that they were going to cut quite deep, but I thought that they were going to keep X-Men Forever, uh, Justice, and maybe WWE. Because you've got Dark Phoenix, which is a very X-Men related set, which are then tie in well with the X-Men Forever box. You've got Kryptonite Crisis, the DC packs, which ties in with Justice box. So you can have a little bit of intermingling going on and a bit of team building so i wasn't i wasn't expecting it to just cut them out completely yeah well i mean that's that's the general that was the received wisdom of the time i mean i wrote an article about it earlier on in the year saying this is where i suspect the line will fall and it was much in line with your thoughts i know the dm north guys did a video talking about it Uh, i think generally in the kind of hardcore central community the feeling was that a couple of the campaign box and team packs would squeak in, but but they would seek to eliminate the likes of Warhammer 40,000 and pretend it never happened. And <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I think your thoughts are very much in line with what was broadly accepted across the community. But fair play. I mean, they've been out for a while. I mean, COVID obviously put a, <clears throat> pressed the pause button for quite a while. So... Um that factored in maybe not as long as as other sets but they've been around for a while so well, um let, let's start fresh yeah well i mean i suppose the thing is that um the, the whole point of this that there was someone who commented on uh the video i made around the announcement saying oh man i've just started playing the game and i'm i'm a bit gutted actually that I've, I've obviously gone rooting around to try and get my hands on some of this older stuff and just as i'm getting into it and picking up a bit of a collection they sort of drop this little guillotine on <laughs> yeah. on on those sets uh however because as a new pl- newer player that you know i can see the benefit in it and i point i replied in the comments and pointed out that this whole modern golden thing is formally its purpose is for competitive play you know official competitive play yeah outside of that we could do what we like yeah, we can still use them. Yeah. They don't so, disintegrate <laughs> on no. the beginning of July. 
Absolutely. I mean, we do have a habit of sort of going, oh, we'll play. I mean, I know you and I, when we talk about what are we going to, when we get together to play, what we're going to play this week, we say, oh, uh, let's do golden um, set versus set or whatever. You know, we'll use it as a kind of shorthand, as a piece of, you know, Dice Master's jargon, but there's room to play around. Uh, somebody on the Discord, I forget who, had said that that perhaps you know this Silver Age thing that they'd done with Heroclix last year or the year before, right? Is that somewhere in between Golden and Modern? Yeah, it's got like a, a mid cutoff point, right? So it's got an expanded card pool from from a card pool a figure pool. I don't know, is that what they say in Heroclix? Expanded figure pool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know, uh, but there are a few Heroclixy people listening, so let me know what your what the clicks jargon is on that front. But yeah, the, where they drew, they've drawn the line, yeah, like a Silver Age in the middle or a Bronze Age or whatever they've called it. Oh, that's quite cool. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I asked Jimmy at the time when it happened with Heroclix whether that was something that was being considered for Dice Masters, and he and he at the time said, "No, there's." You have to remember that Heroclix has got twenty years of history under its belt, so there is a much bigger, you know, yeah, a figure pool. Again, I'm searching for the right language. Um, <laughs> a much bigger figure pool uh, that would warrant doing such a thing, whereas Dice Masters is too young comparably to do that. Uh, but, I mean, there's nothing to stop us from doing it, or you at home from doing it with your mates, or if you're setting up a tournament, do what you want. You could have yes. your own silver. You just need to explain what it is. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you want to do kind of campaign box forward, I think the other observation was that it's ever so slightly premature because that then takes the starter sets out of the picture until the origin packs arrive with Secret Wars. Um, But again, I suppose the answer to that is like, and you can still buy a campaign box, still use it. It's not, you know, you just don't use it in in a tournament. cheaper. That's true. That's true, yeah. So but I mean when you do a rotation, there's there's two things you're trying to achieve. Uh, one of which is for the existing fan base to make sure that your meta stays fresh and interesting. It doesn't get stale and repetitive. Hmm. Uh and the other thing you're trying to do is lower the barrier of entry for new players to join the game. And that barrier has been lowered all the way down. Yeah, absolutely, because you're only seeking... Uh, if you're a brand-new player you and you want to play competitively, you're only seeking to find sets that have been released in, well, technically the last three years, because Infinity Gauntlet was before yeah. the dark blank period, but you get what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at the two sets that have been released, what, this past week. So <laughs> yeah, you should be all right to get your hands on stuff for a little while. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So the barrier of entry is down now. I think the, the, the on the competitive front, the thing there is that there's a big chunk of stuff that's been sliced off and placed in golden that has never actually been competitively tested in the formal sense. Ooh, nice way of putting it. And you're right. Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff, some really strong stuff, I suppose. I mean, Becky Lynch's has that ever been? No. Never had a national championship or a world championship that's had a Becky Lynch in the mix, nor Godcatcher. Catcher, yeah, that's um, that's an interesting point. Yeah, good. Uh, some of the some of the stuff. 
<laughs> well, I think there's a few that would agree with you there. In fact, the the rotation announcement does point out and say that they've got this little watch list in place uh, for Golden Age and Global Escalation. Uh, Becky Lynch and Godcatcher are on the list. So it's up for consideration for being banned in the Golden Age context as well. That's a bit weird, isn't it? Going from, I suppose it's because there's more stuff to combo, but um, it's like having it from being at this moment in time completely modern legal to, to sit down and play it to suddenly being like, mm. maybe we made a mistake three well, years ago and decided to adjust it now. Yeah, I think what we have to remember is that even though I suppose I used the word formal competitive play before, there's certainly been informal competitive play taking place. Yeah. Either you know, at local level or the online events. Although there has been some of the big online events has had a habit of banning Becky Lynch and Godcatcher. But uh, Whiskies are aware of that. You know, they're, they're fully... Uh, they, they keep an eye on the team lists. They know what's being played. They receive feedback from sources with regards to those cards. So it is a bit weird, but I sort of understand where it's coming from. Do you reckon that there is a risk, uh, and we'll probably we might touch on this a bit further later, of where it is such a, a small card pool? And I suppose at the moment it's all relatively new, so we're kind of settling in, um, you know, learning what the different cards do. Do you reckon it, there's, it, it's got a risk that everything's going to be the same? So every competitive <laughs> team's going to be restricted to a few really good cards, and so everyone's just going to rock the same, you know, barred team. Yeah, potentially. Uh, I mean, that's to be seen. It's certainly something to be mindful of. Uh, the The big winning team of Memphis will then, subsequent to that, be the you know the potential net decker's dream. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and then if if for example these little regional championships that Jimmy hinted at on the Double Double and Dice podcast episode, which uh, so the guys over at Double Double and Dice did an interview with Jimmy and he mentioned that they're talking to kind of regional representatives about putting on. Yeah, maybe uh, he wasn't very clear or it not been fleshed out as to what what that will involve or where these locations are or wh- would they be, you know. A UK national championship, for example, or would it be a WKO? Or he wasn't very clear, but he hinted at that being the case. But whatever plays big at Memphis is then likely going to be seen to do the rounds. Yeah. Subsequent to that, uh, so there is a bit of a risk. I've definitely seen games in the past with smaller card pools where there's been something that's sort of floated to the top of that smaller card pool, and then yeah, it's often the the little nugget that that someone uh, kind of picks out that's been missed that then will will make the difference in those kind of those games yes yeah or it becomes a bit of a rock paper scissors thing because the the big win condition that gets all the spotlight and focus will then be the counter team to it will be developed yeah that it can't beat, and so that rises to the top but so you get that little bit of rock paper scissors thing going on which will be good which will be good. But I think, you know, there's there's an injection coming into the card pool in September if Secret Wars comes out when it's supposed to come out. There's then a further injection coming in the new year. So it's only really going to be Memphis now. The Memphis event will be a snapshot of a moment in time. It will be a bit like that UK Nationals we had a couple of years back where the meta is going to be very specific, a little window 
yeah. at a time which, where... Which one was that? So, the UK Nationals... Uh, who won the Mickey one? When was that? 2018? 2017? Yeah. 2018. It, it was before the rotation had taken place, but there'd been some new sets come out, hadn't there? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the the Uante had been no. The the it was uh, Cube. That was it. The banning of thingy Cube, Cosmic Cube. Yes. Yeah. So it was just that a weird kind of snapshot of a moment in time. Yeah. Um, going on there. Uh, so Memphis will be the same because Memphis will be teams constructed around the modern age list as it stands now, which by the time Memphis rolls round will be. Infinity Gauntlet, Dark Phoenix Saga, and um, Kryptonite Crisis. But by the time the next set of anything competitive comes around, the card pool will have shifted again. So, constantly evolving. Yeah, absolutely. So, you're right, there is a risk that there'll be something, you know, the talk is Master Moulds and Thors, but there's challenges with those, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it won't stay still. And something will come along, or somebody will figure out something that then counters those, and it'll keep cycling. Yeah, it's like Venerable Dreadnought. Venerable Dreadnought made a bit of a splash. Everybody stacked their teams up with Black Widow agents. So then, Black- Venerable Dreadnought disappeared. Nobody wanted their Black Widow agents anymore. So then they came off teams, and Venerable Dreadnought reappeared. And <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There'll just be that that sort of thing going on. Yeah, we we'll just have to see how it pans out. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, from their point of view, it makes sense. Uh, you know, uh, WizKids told me that the, their perspective on this is that there's less sets for retailers and new players to engage with, so it's easy for them to market on a local level. There's an intention that by the time then the next rotation comes around, which presumably will be next year by the talk, but you yeah. never know, that the cards on the table proportionally the old look stuff will be phased out and the new look stuff will be phased in mm. so yeah um less less rules to learn less complicated rules interactions to be dealt with you know a new player doesn't have to then kind of bend the red trying to understand yeah mad stuff from the past so um cool yeah so a bit of a rebirth moment kind of thing Interesting. It's good though. It's exciting because we've not had a rotation for ages. If nothing else, it shows that they're still thinking about the game. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's getting a new look, new feel. You know, a whole kind of reimagined look and feel. The sets actually being released, kind of more or less on time. Certainly from the North American perspective. Yeah. We've got a rotation. There's a. U.S. Nationals at a World Championship, he says in inverted commas. It's like things are going back to normal. Yeah, organised play kits, and yeah, it's crazy. Big year for Dice Masters 2022, brother. Isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, there we go. So uh, that's the announcement. Uh, What we're now going to do is move on to a segment where we're going to talk a little bit more detail around the team building in the new modern and what's caught our eye and where we're going to go with it. A little look forward, if you will. Yes, okay then, folks. Let's look forward and talk about the new modern meta. Although, how long do we call it new modern for? It's new, new, new modern. <laughs> new, new, new modern. Have you been keeping the track of the new moderns? Yeah. 
We did have modern, <laughs> then it was new modern, then it was new, new modern, now it's new, new, new modern. Right, okay, got you, got you. Okay, well, we're going to look forward into new, new, new modern uh, and talk a little bit about kind of team building and stuff. And we've, we've already alluded to uh, a little bit of kind of, I suppose, what the standout stuff looking forward is from a competitive perspective, I suppose. So uh, I suppose first things first, the two cards that I've seen talked about as the, you know, these are the ones to watch are Master Mold and Thor Jormungun's Fear, the super rare from Infinity Gauntlet and the super rare from Dark Phoenix Saga. I mean, there's obvious reasons why they're both super strong win cons. Well, absolutely, yeah. Well, are they? I mean, I've never played, nor have I been had played against me a Master Mold, so... No, I might be, imagine if it's just rubbish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it is. The people I do no. see talking about it who've been playing, you know, over in the States and Canada are people who know the game and they seem to be reflecting negatively on the experience of facing against Master Mold Endless Sentinels. Uh, but, yeah, I, don't, I can't speak to Master Mold. I know Thor can be pretty cruel. But they're not they're not he without their flaws. Under, wasn't he? he was just under good catcher and Becky for, for me anyway. Uh, well for like, sure. Yeah, Although yeah. there was a couple of online events where he went the distance. I mean Dana's team in a couple of events was Thor centric and you know he took it to the top spot. Yeah, fair. Fair. But so, I, I think there's a bit more of a skill of using him. Well Dana is a very talented player. Yeah. With Becky and Gold Catcher, although I struggled a little bit with Godcatcher. They are kind of very straightforward. Bosh, bosh, win. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, though, is that uh, Godcatcher is a three-cost action that can trigger itself. Becky is a five-cost. Thor probably sits a little lower in your estimation because he's a six-cost. He's more of a reach to grab for the win. Uh, yeah, and so it's Master Mold. It's a bit more of a balanced thing. Well, yeah, it most certainly is. And I think, well, one of the things we should talk about is there's going to be a big shift in how ramp works in the current new, new, new modern. Like yeah. right now, if you wanted to reach for... So let's take Colossus Pyota, for example, from Dark Phoenix Saga. Big old six-cost direct damage beast... Uh, this is the guy that when he's active, each of your level two or three characters that are in the field deals your opponent two damage. Monster. But he relied on hope to get that early damage in as a kind of cost reduction yeah. method. So if you were to reach for Colossus now, on the spot, how would you do it? Uh, Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, you'd go for the Dark Phoenix global. Yeah, two Dark Phoenix and a couple of energy bush. Yeah, but that would mean you're going to have to get characters out in the field in order to KO them to get the discount. Yeah, and we haven't got the... I mean, we're looking at global, so the Atlantis global, the Professor X psychic maker's not there anymore. Yes, they are. Are they? Yeah, so the psychic maker is on the Collector from Infinity Gauntlet. Of course it is. Oh, well, and, and the Atlantis global is on one of the Mr. Sinisters in Dark Phoenix. Oh, is it? Oh, well, there you go. Easy then. But it's very yeah. global... Absolutely. So if that was the ramp you were using for your six cost, you're going to bring it for me too. Yeah. You know, which is, I think, interesting. So I think that's one of the things to figure out in new, new, new modern is 
how to if the wind conditions are are rightly higher cost, which I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, if you're going to have cards that have a on table impact like Master Mold or Thor uh, or Colossus, then yeah, damn right they should be a six cost and have a bit of fielding cost in the mix as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you have to work yeah. to get there. That's the part. That's the game part of the game. Yes. Um, that I was just, for me, it's. I know we were talking about rap, so a little bit off tangent. Like Infinity Gauntlet, we, we said before, it's very controlly. For me, it's super controlly. It's not my favourite sets, although there has got a selection of standout cards from it. Things like Drax, Typhoid Mary. Yeah, sure. Um, there's another one. There's Spider Man, and then there are some like some individual standout cards. But overall, it's not one of my favourite sets. Uh, okay. I, I mean, yeah, Horses for Courses, that one. I mean, you're right. There is a lot of, like, spin-down removal is definitely kind of a thing that Infinity Gauntlet's created. Whereas Dark Phoenix does seem to have some more interesting win conditions. Yeah, got a bit more teeth, hasn't it? It does. Yeah, I agree. Um, but... Uh, something jumped into my head then from what you were saying about Infinity Gauntlet control. Yeah, so uh, that's a great point, actually, because in new, 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 new modern, what we might see is a resurgence in that control. So if, for example, uh, sticking with my ramp is going to be globals theory right now, you might then see Lelandra, super rare Lelandra, your Pip the Trolls, your Jean Greys starting to have any increased meta relevance, I think, because you'll be looking to con- control your opponent's global usage, either yours that you're bringing, <laughs> like don't use my globals for your rampits for me only, or to just broadly control globals more. Whereas I think up for a while, global control has sort of dropped dropped off the radar a bit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Globals um, certainly for a long time weren't as a as uh, as used as they were, say, a few years ago with PXG and all the other bits. So, um, yeah, it's going to have an interesting settling period. Yes, yeah. And Infinity Gauntlet is not the only one that's got a load of control in it. I mean, I've just mentioned Super Rail Alandra from Dark Phoenix, but there's also the Wonder Woman in uh, Superman Kryptonite Crisis as well. Yeah, harder to get, though. Harder to get your uh, hands on. Yeah, that is definitely a concern, actually, with new, new, new modern. Is it going to be a bit pay-to-winny? Yeah, I would say, like, some of the, certainly in Dark Phoenix, some of the um, really good win cons, like Jubilee, yeah. um, uh, Mystique. Yeah. There, uh, obviously, it's the luck of the draw if you, uh, you manage to get yeah. one of them, or if you pull an angel. <laughs> of course, uh, everyone's going to be making crazy yeah. Corsair teams, OVs. Or a Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, some of the big eye-catching cards are definitely, or or if not rare in the super, uh, if not super rare, then in the rare right. pools. Yeah. Um. So I'm thinking like uh, rare cable high stakes from Dark Phoenix. Saga, you know the one that does the double attack thing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Barry Allen. That's the sort of nerfed reprint of the Bard. When he attacks, each attacking character die gets plus one attack and plus one defense for each other attacking character. Although he's a seven cost again, so that balance is in place. Yeah. No, thank um, you. Say again? No, thank you. 
No. <laughs> Colossus is a rare. So yeah, that's a good point. Is it is there a bit of, is there gonna be a bit of pay to win pain with the new new yeah. new modern Well yeah. historically it's not been too much that way. There's always been some good, you know, super rares, things like Zombie Magneto to randomly pick that as an example out of my top of my head. Uh but then you've also had things like the Guy Gardeners and the Bards and and the bits that have been in the in the starter sets. So um there could well be some little nuggets in the uh, commons and uncommons that we're yet to uh, to stumble across, and we're suddenly going to yeah. go. Ooh, I'm sure there is. I know. I'm just sat here trying to think about: is there a common or an uncommon that has caught me eye and made me go, "Oh, there's there's a that's the cornerstone of a team if I've ever seen one." And I can't think of one right now. You know, the common Colossus is the one that I like the look of. I want to play around with more. Yeah, that's quite traditionally beat sticky isn't it that one? yeah and, and it's just yeah it's very you know simple and <laughs> straightforward which is my <laughs> cup of tea down uh down to a tea so uh but but yeah i mean i'm sure there's stuff out there and hopefully over the next few weeks and months we'll discover them together as the Dustmasters family do you think direct damage is gonna have a bit of a rebirth i'm not sure can... mate i'm not sure i mean What's out there? I mean, I suppose is uh, take it Black Widow agent's gone. She's not. He, to sneak she her is way in anywhere. But there's a mystique with her game text, isn't there? With there uh, is with a damage reduction. Uh, that's mystique. Uh, freedom of force. The uncommon. Um, so yeah, there is a bit of direct damage counter control. There are some uh, pinging going on. Yeah, um, I was. Just, it was you mentioning Super Rare Jubilee that made me think of it because I'm like, oh well, she's a four cost. So could I, in theory, get my four cost Jubilee and spam together faster than my opponent could ramp up to buying their, you know, their seven cost Barry Allen or their six cost Master Mold? Interesting. Yeah, you know, I think the Dark uh, Phoenix Global being on all three versions is going to be huge yes yeah everyone that's going to be the global that everyone's going to have everyone's going to be using yeah uh, which is why i'm saying i think global control is going to be a big part of the story although i mean that wonder woman god damn i want to pull that wonder woman out of my <laughs> <laughs> i really i would so badly want her because i was just cards i've just mentioned there so she eliminates two of the three master mold triggers she takes so is the cable when attacks I think he is. I think he's when he ta- when he attacks other attacks. Double the attacks. Yeah, uh, Barry Allen is when attacks definitely. Thor, well, no, Thor, Thor and Jubilee would still be in the mix. Colossus, she wouldn't do anything against Colossus. Yeah, I'm just wandering down. But who knows? You know, like your death birds and things might come to life or. If you were playing a high cost win condition, then that Deken that you've got your hands on, that what's he do? Blanks under three costs, is it? Uh, yeah, I think he's like a. He's, I, can't find I found him. He's a six cost himself. Shiar Civil War. While Deken is active, opposing character dice with purchase cost of three or less lose their abilities and are free to field. Yeah, so he's so, a bit like the um, zombie Magneto. Yeah, so he's nice. Nice bit of control. If you are playing a high-cost win condition, but he's a six-cost himself with two fielding costs on his level three, and he's max one. So 
Yeah, tough one. Tough one. Yeah, so it'll be interesting. I, I mean, I'm very excited to see how it does pan out. Uh, and certainly without the, uh, uh, the the crutches of some of the tried and tested um, you know, things like Hope and others from the, mm, Asuka. the previous sets. Asuka, big one that on yeah. loads of teams, Masks. Well, yeah. there'll be as many masked characters being seen with, with, with that not in the mix. Um, so interesting to see. And there are a lot of people out there who have got their eye in and can find the, the replacements and the gems. Yeah. Or the new, you know, rather than backfilling, maybe finding something different. But I get what you're saying. Maybe this really is the time for the founder team to shine. <laughs> or the Brotherhood <laughs> of Evil Mutants to step who knows? up. Yeah. Who knows? Well, there we are, folks. Uh, there's, we'll wrap it all there. I'm getting the sense Andy's running out of steam. He's not had his uh, he's not had his Weetabix today. So we'd be interested to hear your thoughts. So please do come and join us on our Ministry of Eyes Discord and share some thoughts there. Or get in touch through all the usual social channels. You'll find us on Facebook. You'll find us on Twitter. You'll find us on Instagram. Email. Andy's still running the MySpace, so drop us a line. Let us know your thoughts on the new, 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 new modern. Um, is ramp going to be the big challenge? Is control going to be the big challenge? Or is there something we're missing? Is there a massive win con that you think is worth talking about that nobody's talking about that we've not mentioned today? Um, or do you entirely agree? Give us some affirmation. Our egos need it. So uh, get in touch. But exciting times, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm all on board. Well... There we are then, folks, as all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. Yeah. Exciting times. I'm really I'm really into this whole big year for Dice Masters 2022 actually taking place. <laughs> 100%. A big I'm, old change-up. Yeah, it's good. Good pace of things going on. It's, Massive it's shuffle. Yeah, it's got momentum. It's got energy. Just really need kind of that big marketing push around Secret Wars, that big kind of new player acquisition thing going yeah. on that that Whiskers need to put their weight behind. Being able to have new players buy sidekick dice is, I've no doubt in my mind that that is going to help. <laughs> well, sure, the pieces. Well, sure, but it needs to. There needs to be that magnetic moment, doesn't there? Where the hand goes, oh, I'll give this a try. Uh, we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. We'll certainly do what we can in order to assist in the promotion. But, uh, yeah, it's it's going on. It's going on. But in the meantime, we'll just keep plowing ahead as we do always. So don't forget, everybody, we play a, a live Dice Masters game. We do our YouTube game recording on Twitch every Wednesday night. That's on twitch.tv forward slash M-O-D extra. X-T-R-A, no E. Um, so we'd love to see some more of you come out and hang out with us and have a chat and talk about the teams we're playing and such like at the time. But if not, you can catch it on YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash The Ministry of Dice. Yeah. yeah. As well as all these little nice videos that Chris does on different aspects of the game, be it game side or law side. Mm-mm. Yeah, busy. Busy me. Uh, I, like the, I like to hustle. You like to keep Always busy. Got to have something going on. You know what I mean? Um, otherwise yeah get some stuff over to us we love receiving posts <laughs> so what, send us like your thoughts parcels. whatever yeah or parcels yeah we'll take we'll we'll gratefully receive yes our birthday's coming up actually 
Okay, it is, isn't it? Oh my god! Oh, it, it's coming up really quick. What, is yeah, it July or something. It is. Yeah, hang on. I'll tell you the exact date now. It is, in fact, we've got an episode coming out on the very day that is our modversary. It's the eighteenth of July. That's going to be six years. Six years. Yeah. Flipping heck! Six years of this plowing this field. <laughs> <laughs> we get our thinking caps on. Get something special. Oh yeah, that means the uh, the that means we're gonna have to pay the bill soon as well. I, I feel a fundraiser coming on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. It's our birthday, and it's also our regular annual capping hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure something out to make that a little bit interesting. But yeah, the birthday's coming up, so we'll have to get planning on that. I think we've got one episode in between, so we've got a couple of weeks. Uh, we got time. Yeah, we usually uh, we usually get started a bit before this, but yeah, I, I, I completely forgot it was coming. It's unbelievable. I've, I've been spending too much time making videos <laughs> <laughs> to pay attention. <laughs> so yeah, there we go. All right, well, folks, um, that's it. Unless Andy, anything else you'd like to add at the end here now? Uh, no, just check us out on all the places you can check us out, and we will see you in two weeks' time. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I've been Chris, otherwise known as True Mystics Online, uh, and I've been Andy, aka. I pulled Super Alandra. <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks, folks. Bye 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 bye. So what do we want to talk about? I don't know. There's not been much going on, has there? <laughs> <laughs>